This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. This is another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. Hello, I'm Jamie. And it is what, Jamie? It is Tuesday. January 19th, 2021, and the weather outside is frightful. It's cold. It's sunny, though, but it's cold. It is. I know. You know, it was funny. My um, all-soon-to-be stepson was here over the past weekend, and he kept wanting to, like, go to the park and, you know, ride his little bike, and he's so adorable. He's very active, and I can't wait to put him in sports because he's going to be great at it. And um, unlike my children who want to, like, play video games as a sport. I know. My kids are like the Big Bang Theory. Christopher played baseball. For a half a second. Yeah. And Jonathan's like, oh my god, sports. ball. Yeah, but Bruce's son is, like, so adorable. And he loves playing outside. He wants to ride bikes. He wants to play basketball. He's great for sports. So, um... Anyway, but it was, like, cold, and I'm like, I don't want to go outside in the cold. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go outside in the cold, but then I looked at it, it was, like, the only nice days. Mm-hmm. It was, like, almost 50, so it was, like, we would, I'm like, well, if we're going to do it, better do it this weekend, because then it's going to be, like, freezing cold out, so I guess we should be lucky for that, any old who. So, I'm trying to think of what's going on. What is going on in our lives? Well, my son, if anybody wants to take a gander, actually took a picture of the Orion Nebula with his telescope that we got him for Christmas. It is beautiful. And it is the neatest picture that I've ever seen, like, just of one of us doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you see other people post them. You're like, oh, that's so cool. But my own kid did. I actually put it on our uh, our page. So if you guys want to take a look at that, that's good. Um, I don't really have anything going on. Wallpaper's owning my ass right now. Well, I... I I know. You're so excited about wallpaper. I, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, people. You heard it here first. When rich people start doing something, eventually it trickles down to us folks us, who aren't rich. Us we, us, us we income folk. Us we income. So think about it this way. <laughs> Granite used to be the rage. Right. right? Now it's quartz. Right. Well, that, well, then it was the rage between rich people. Right. Because it was expensive. Right. And nobody else had it. Right. And you had to have granite. Right. Right. So then, and now it becomes a thing where, well, we're in Delaware, and our inner city is called Wilmington, for anyone who doesn't know. And in Wilmington now, they'll flip a house, it'll sell for $80,000, and it'll have fucking granite in it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it, it's, anybody can have granite now at this point. Right. You know, they flip a house, they'll put granite in it. So it's not special anymore. Right. So what rich people had to turn around and do was go to, oh, now we're doing quartz, and we're doing marble, and we're doing Italian marble. They right. had to, like, try and keep ahead of it. And then it was like they'd have the designer stone, which they would call style stone. And then it had to be like the different kinds you can get, which is like leather topped. They call it something else, but it feels like leather. I mean, just different things like that. Well, for the longest time, wallpaper was out. Well, let me tell you what. Rich folks are saying, it's back in. Wallpaper. Every house I have been in in the last six months, I'm assuming, over 900000 to a million wallpaper everywhere but it's contemporary wallpaper and it's beautiful and it's stunning and i've walked out of these houses with you such a such, wallpaper boner you are such a granny though you're like wallpaper yes well have you seen the wallpaper i like your wallpaper in your bat powder room your new wallpaper oh, is beautiful I right think it's yeah. amazing well i want to do it i want to do a focal wall in my dining room next okay so, like 
Like our boss has the the focal. Yeah, there's like a focal wall. So I want to yeah. do that whole wall. And I found like different kinds of wallpaper. Some have like these little monkeys on it. And I know it sounds like silly, but it's actually really beautiful. But anyway, the whole. It's okay. Monkey, it lives here. That's yeah. I know. Well, this, if you were to actually see it, it, it's it's really, really neat. And then there was another one that had like peacocks on it. But it's very contemporary looking. It's not what your grandma used to put it's up. It's not gaudy. Because I said something to my mom about wallpaper and she almost slapped me through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> because when she moved into their house, they had like this, um, remember that like rosy gold or rosy um, pink color? Uh-huh. And it was like a farmhouse color mm-hmm. and it had like a farmhouse design, like like chickens yes. and like ducks or some shit like that. She had that in her den and they didn't attach it like they were supposed to when they put it up. They just slapped it on the wall. Like there was, they didn't put anything on it before. So it went right on the drywall. Oh, it wasn't shit. painted first or anything. So for my mom to get that off, it took her forever to get it off. And now she's been living wallpaper free for a little while. And here I am with my little wallpaper boner being like, wallpaper's back in, people. You heard it here first. You heard it And she's like, fuck. No, it's not. And it's, <laughs> and it's funny because my aunt just went through the same thing in her house. They finally get all the white wallpaper off and they fucking hated taking it down. And I don't know. Now I'm like, nope, wallpaper, everything, every wall. And the last house we did last week, the entire house, every room had some sort of wallpaper in it. And I was about panting and passed out by the time I left. I loved it so much. I was like, oh, my God. This is the best house I've ever seen. And, like, my poor boss was ready to just, like, carry me out because I had, like, had enough. It was like, you know, a dog that, like, falls and you just throw all kinds of balls around. And then then it falls asleep. That was me. Okay. (laughs) But wallpaper. (laughs) And it was great, but I'm doing my wall, my powder room right now, and it doesn't look like there's that much to worry about in a in a room. I figured I'm going to start my powder room. I'm going to start small. There is so many more curves and cuts and everything else than you ever think because there's a window in there. All right. All right. So you got to get behind the toilet, which uh-huh. means you got to pull the toilet out. You got to get behind the vanity, which means you got to pull the vanity back out. Uh-huh. And then you got the goddamn window in there. And I'm like, I swear to God, by the time I'm done, it's going to be like $200 in wallpaper, like $250 in wallpaper. And I'm telling you, it's got to be a four by eight room. It's not even that big. It's a powder room. It's a fucking powder room, but not even a big powder room. Like some people have a powder room that's humongous and you can even fit like a stall shower in it. But yeah, so um, (laughs) this goddamn thing is owning me, but I love it. So you heard it here first, people. It's wallpaper. So Paco was away this weekend. He did. He went away. He left you home for a boys' weekend. I was fucking miserable. Were you miserable? I was miserable. You went out. I, saw I you did. Went out. I went out. I got my. You know why I was being rebellious when I got my hair cut off again? Oh, you were saying you're being rebellious. I was being rebellious because I was like, you know what? He ain't home. <laughs> I have to listen to him. He ain't the boss. He's at home, and I'm mad, and I'm gonna let him know I'm hurting. So I'm gonna go get my hair chopped off. <laughs> So I like been short for a I went bit. and saw Megan and Megan. It, it, it's really just a shape up. Yeah, shape up. So oh, that, yeah, I went and I saw Megan and she shaped up my hair and she did it like amazing. Like I looked like I wanted to see all the managers of all the world. Like oh, did you? the style she gave me, I was like, this is fucking fantastic. I went home and put on like a full face of makeup, like contour and everything. I saw. I was like lipstick. Kathy was like, bitch, you wore lipstick out. You never wear lipstick for me. And I was like, why am I going to come over here to put on, why am I putting on lipstick to come over here to fucking do your laundry? (laughs) But anyway, so Paco was away and I was miserable and cunty and I did go out a couple nights. That's because if I sat home, I would have just been absolutely miserable. Well, didn't you have to work? 
Friday night? Are you guys not doing karaoke on Friday nights anymore? Um, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. So, um, yes. But we are not. I didn't work because I didn't want to take the money away from Jason right now. Mm. Because we're just now getting back to full schedule. Oh, was, okay. So, I'm going to let him come catch up for a couple weeks. And then I'll, me and Lori, I'll jump back in. Okay. Um, so... We had karaoke on Friday, karaoke on Saturday. So yesterday, me and Lori are sitting and we're watching things to watch on Netflix, y'all. Bridgerton is a definite watch. It's amazing. If you like like Downtown Abbey, things like Downton Abbey or whatever it is. Downton, it's not Downtown. Downtown. It's Downton? Like, it's Downton or some shit. Downton <laughs> Anyway, it's a period piece. It's very good. Um, there's eight seasons because they go through each and every child of the Bridgerton family. Oh, okay. So there'll be eight seasons of that. It's already, like, in the works. Okay. So there's that. And Dennis Cage has the history of cuss words. I heard about... Oh, you mean Nicholas Cage? Yeah, Nicholas Cage. I said Dennis. Dennis Cage. I don't know where the hell Dennis I don't even know that where that came from, but Nicholas Cage in this looks so incredibly handsome. Does he? He does. But, yeah, we watched the last two episodes, and the second to last episode was the pussy episode. Oh. And in old century England, they used to call girls pussies. Are you ready for this? Why? Cecily Bottom Trinkets. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't know where it came from, but Bottom Trinket, I don't know why Cecily was thrown in there, but Bottom Trinket, think of it as like the hood ornament to your butt. What? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? That's I'm so confused. <laughs> so. <laughs> Say this again. I'm so they, confused. They used to call your pussy back in the old days, back in like mid, like freaking Victoria, yeah. Victorian England. Uh-huh. They would call your girly parts. Pussy was a term of endearment back then. What? They would be like, oh, I want him to find a pussy to hug it. Like shit like that. It used to be, what? A, it used to be a term <laughs> of endearment. Understand. But they call it your Cecily bottom trinket. And what that was, I don't know where Cecily came from, but bottom trinket was it was almost like it was the hood ornament to a car. So it was the hood ornament to your butt. <laughs> so last night Paco went to the door and I'm like, Paco. And he's like, Yeah. Oh like, my god. <laughs> if we go to bed later at a decent hour, I will let you touch my Cecily butt trinket. Bottom trinket, and he was like, "What?" And Lori's bagging up every time I say it. I'm like, "This is now what I'm going to call my hoo <laughs> My bottom trinket. It is my bottom trinket. It's my my Cecily bottom trinket because I like Cecily. It makes it sound fancy. So anyway, but he's very sexy in this. It's like six episodes, but he's very sexy. He's got like that full. Like, beard, but it's uh-huh. cut close to his face and the mustache. Uh-huh. And there's something about Nick Cage in this fucking program. Yeah. And he's cussing a lot because it's the history of cuss words. Yeah. Like, I am, like, I got a boner for Nick Cage right now. <laughs> like. That should be something we do every week, what we have a boner for every week. Right. So, every week we should be like, so what do you have a boner for this week? And we'll have to find something I am something hot for Nick for. Cage in my Cecily bottom trinket. Like. <laughs> So much. I'm just trying to think of, like, back in the day, you know, like, dirty talking in bed just takes on a whole new meeting. Like, right. do you like do you like it? Do you like your bottom trinket licked or something? Right? right? Like, like, my bottom trinket. Tell me how, how, tell me how good my bottom trinket feels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
so amazing. I don't even know where to begin with it. I can't wait to text Bruce when you leave. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, I spoke of his beard, so you could segue into the retardedness that is today's trend in men. Which, by the way, uh, if I see this... You talk about that one. Oh, all right. I hate it. I will talk about it. It's disgusting. And it's, <coughs> it's, it's so just, stupid. It's stupid and embarrassing, people. And... And like, and I love how they're like, it's the latest male fashion trend. It is not, not a fashion trend. It's a couple dudes that did something stupid. Right. Stop so, calling things trends so that aren't. So if I see this, by the way, I'm going to slap you on the bare side of your face. <laughs> so this is from Daily... Daily... Well, wait a minute. You never told us how... How it, become, how it became a band bird. Oh, I don't remember because I got all caught up in Cecily Buttrink. That's why I recommended people to watch it on Netflix. Buttrink it. They start out real strong. It. Like, the first episode is fuck. Like. <laughs> you said buttrink at that time. Oh, I'm sorry. That was great because that's even better. Cecily, <laughs> Cecily, bo- bottom trinket. I like the buttrink it better. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is from dailyhighperspectives.com. I'm gonna try and get it together. I'm and sorry. it's called The Monkey Tail Beard is the new hot trend of 2021. <laughs> and men have taken to social media by storm with a unique look. Okay, so first of all, what this is, is it's like a full close-cut beard and a mustache, <coughs> but one side mm. of your face is bare and they've like carved the mustache around to go into the beard and up one sideburn and it looks like a monkey tail and it's fucking retarded (laughs) ridiculous ridiculous i'm sorry stop (laughs) doing this boys if i see anybody like i will rip a man's man butt out like it bothers (laughs) me i will rip your man butt out this is worse than the man bun okay (laughs) it says when it comes to fashion trends there is no way to stop them from evolving yes there is they need to know how stupid they are anyway (laughs) <laughs> and no matter what gender you identify as, there is always something. There's always something new to look forward to, from wacky eyebrow styles to mask tur- turtlenecks to vaginal nails. What? Vaginal nails. Oh, the nails that they sculpt to look like vaginas. I guess. Oh God. Okay. Twenty twenty brought us Ooh. a lot of new fashion ideas, and now twenty twenty one has its very first popular fashion trend, and it's men leading the charge. Being in lockdown has has allowed a lot of people to explore their inner creativity. While many, while for many men haircuts and beard trimming took a backseat during the pandemic, they have now decided to try a new style, the monkey tail beard. The bizarre primate-inspired look, also called a cattail beard, requires the men to groom their beard and mustache into a long tail-like shape at, at one sideburn, which then runs down the jawline along the chin <coughs> and then Excuse curls me. up around the mouth with the mustache being like the curl in the end of the monkey tail. And finally ends up above the lip. According to Latable, this look was first noticed back in 2015 as men on social media found the idea intriguing. But it wasn't until September 2019 when Major League Baseball player Mike Fires donned the wacky facial hairstyle to get a laugh out of his teammates. However, his, do- his joke did more than that. While it was interesting enough back then, it truly blew up again. This year, it's the new 2021. <laughs> Suddenly, it was all over social media with many taking the trend to higher to new heights by adding stripes or even a spiral curl under the chin. Before we oh understood what Lord. was going on, the monkey tail beard had become the in thing. Here are 15 examples of this trend. Here's 15 examples. Look, this guy, this is the guy that did it to get the laugh. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 
And then this guy, what the fuck is that? Like, I mean, it's... It, that, it's kind of funny looking. I mean, it, it's kind of interesting when you look at look, it. Look, this guy dyed his. It looks like a tiger tail. I did. I saw that. Yeah, we both have the same one. Oh, this one is pink. Oh, I know. I saw that one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, people, don't do this. Don't do this. Because I'm telling you right now, if I see it, I'm going to tell you you look awful. (laughs) Usually, I'm the type of person to keep my opinions like that (coughs) to myself because, you know, it doesn't really affect my life directly. But I can't have people I love walking around like that. I can't have people I love walking around like that. Like, you are... Associated with me, therefore, I'm gonna need you to not to act right, right? Act right, but at least you know I can say that the beard is closer to the face now because I love a good close beard. Nick Cage, I'm telling you, <laughs> he looks hot as fuck in that show. Does he? He does. I have to check it out. I, I know that's something Bruce and I would love to watch, so that's I'll have so to check good. it out. Oh my gosh! So a long time ago, we talked about. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and, and the pussy, pussy candle. candle. Oh, yep, and her pussy candle. So apparently, everybody's like kind of talking about it now because apparently the candle exploded in someone's home in the UK. I mean, it's wax. How? I don't know. Like, how did it explode? So it's like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly explodes in UK woman's home, mm. and this is on the New York Post on January 18th. So it was pretty recent. I feel um, like they put the, like, there's some kid was fucking around and put, like, those little exploding cigarette things <laughs> in so? his mom's candle. Let me see. It says, this Gwyneth Paltrow candle didn't pass the smell test. You know what? There's a, this person right here that wrote this, which was Yaron Steinbach, mm-hmm. waited so long for this. He, this was his moment. He was like, you know what? It's here. It's now, today. I, I'm now. putting it in print. I've been holding it. Her husband probably put some, like, gunpowder in it and something. You, you, she was like, oh, you like my new candle? It was only $75. I know, $75 candle. He oh, my God. He was like, you spent how much on, it was in the UK. <laughs> so he was like, you spent how much on this? I will no longer be touching your Cecily butt trinket anytime soon. <laughs> you said butt trinket again. I know, because you liked butt trinket. It's bottom trinket, by the way. I know it's bottom trinket, but I like butt trinket so much better. Oh, God. All right, anyway, I gotta try to keep it. (laughs) I gotta try to keep it together. All right. A, this smells like my my vagina candle that the actress petals on goop exploded into flames in the living room of a UK woman who won the odiferous or odoriferous product in a quiz. Somebody actually gave that shit away. Oh, she won it, so she Mm -hmm. didn't buy it. Never mind. Never mind. Mm mm. The candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere, Jody Thompson 50 told the outlet. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room, the media consultant from Kilburn, North London added. Thompson, who lives with her partner, David Snow, said they threw the flaming candle out the front door. It could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. Hmm. Oh, my God. So Paltrow 48 launched a $75 candle emitting her private scent in January 2020. Scent notes include geranium, citrusy, bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed, juxtaposed with damask rose and ambred seed, according to her online store. That, just, just reading that sounds so stuck up. Nobody's, that I make first of all, it. nobody's pussy smells like geraniums. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm just like, come on. 
So this candle started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and GP, reads the website. The two were working on a fragrance, and she blurred out, Ugh, this smells like a vagina. But evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautiful, unexpected scent that turned out to be perfect as a candle. A Goop spokeswoman told The Post in a statement that Thompson's candle wasn't purchased through the outlet, so we aren't able to verify its authenticity. However, the factory that manufactures the Goop X Heretta candles is certified by the National Candle Association of America. We have a National Association for Candles. I mean, that's good to know because when we get famous, we're going to do straight from the net Cecily bottom trinket candle. <laughs> we should. A butt trinket. Yes. Yeah, Cecily. This, this smells like our butt trinket. Cecily, <laughs> Cecily's butt trinket. As a precaution, we've alerted the manufacturer to the woman's issue and have also reached out to her to send her some goo products to help pass the days in quarantine, they said. Whatever. So at least they had, like, you know. I hope they didn't send her any more candles. <laughs> I know. Here, here's another one. You know what? I'm just saying, Cecily butt drinking candles, I want it. I want it to happen. We need to make that happen. Let's do it. I'm just saying, that is the funniest shit I've ever heard I'm in my just, life. I, I don't know. I don't know if I wanted a nice smelling candle, though. I want it to probably smell like fart. Why? Because that's what people's butts smell like. <laughs> But your bottom trinket doesn't smell like a fart. No. No, it doesn't. So, that's probably not a good idea. It's probably not. It's whatever. All right. So. Anyway, so what do you got? Um, I have this story about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So, let me find it. So, Aaron Rodgers, for all of you who don't sports ball like Danielle. I don't sports ball at all. Kira doesn't sports ball either. Mm-mm. So, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He's probably going to the Super Bowl this year. Knock on wood. Oh, okay. Awesome. Which would make Paco super happy because that's his team. Okay. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most likable guys in the NFL. There's two really great quarterbacks in the NFL that you just can't dislike. One is Drew Brees and the other is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And it doesn't hurt that they are both, like, very good looking. Okay. Okay. So, um, apparently, Aaron Rodgers was accidentally linked to a murder by ESPN on two separate occasions. Oh, my God. Which is why this is so crazy, <laughs> because Aaron Rodgers is, like, the nicest guy. Everybody thinks <clears throat> anyway. Right. Okay. While he's now more of an elder statesman than a rising star, Aaron Rodgers is still a pretty talented player. During this time with the Green Bay Packers, the quarterback has done just about everything imaginable. He replaced <laughs> a franchise legend, won NFL MVP on two separate occasions, and lifted the Lombardi Trophy at one point. That's the trophy you win when you win the Super Bowl. Right. <clears throat> He was also mistakenly implemented in a murder. Yes, you read that correctly. While Aaron Rodgers, of course, has not killed anyone, that didn't stop some on-air personalities from making an error in 2013. Oh, that's how old it is? That's the first time I heard from it, about it. So now it's the first time y'all hear about it. Um, ESPN's Jeremy Shop, Mike Volick, both accidentally tied the Packers quarterback to the murder of Odin Lloyd. I don't know who Odin Lloyd is. These days, it's virtually impossible to imagine Aaron Rodgers had, has earned a place in Green Bay Packers history as a star quarterback. At one point, though, it looked like his football career would never get off the ground. Despite finding success on the high school gridiron, Rodgers couldn't land a big-time gig. College football scholarship, most programs decided he wasn't big enough to survive under the center. The quarterback, however, took his talents to boot. B-U-T-T-E. Okay. That's, that is a boot? It's boot? Community college, anyway. During his <laughs> during his one season, he showed enough to earn a transfer to Cal- to CAL. So I'm guessing that's California. Okay. 
with the Golden Bears. Rogers proved to be the quite the talent throwing blah, blah, blah. Like, let's get to the murder, please. Yeah, I'm like, can we just um, move on? Sipperheim, Barrett Favre. Right. Oh, okay. Here, oh, this is where it gets tricky. As a football fan, many remember Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez was the NFL player. He played for the Patriots that went on that killing spree. Like, he just was murdering yeah. people. Like, yeah, they just killed, did the whole yeah, thing he, about him. Yeah, he killed himself in prison. So he murdered this guy, Odin Lloyd, who I think was his best friend, if I remember correctly, oh, from damn. the documentary. So as they're talking about the report on ESPN, instead of <laughs> saying Aaron Hernandez, they said Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They did not. Not once, but twice. Oh, no. So, um, they had to correct that. <laughs> you think? So, um, it was a really tough season for Aaron Rodgers on two thousand in 2013 and probably didn't need the fact that he was implicated in a <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah. Twice they did this to this. So man. twice they were like, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and ESPN is like, sports center. Like, yeah, you can't be doing that. Like, Aaron Rodgers is probably like, what the fuck did they just say about me? Oh, my God. Well, I have, well, one thing. Betty White turned 99. Happy birthday, Betty White. Yes. So, she turned 99, and she credits optimism for her lifetime of happiness. I love her so much. I've seen a meme where it said in, like, 2026 like or something, or twenty thirty six or something that Keith Rogers and Betty White are walking towards each other in the wasteland, <laughs> and Betty White pulls a sword and she was like, "You knew this was coming. There can be only one." <laughs> and I was like, "That's freaking hysterical." Well, I just want to say, Happy Birthday, Betty White. We think you're a national treasure, and we love you, and we're so excited to see how many more years you're with us. Happy birthday to you. All right, so I have this weird thing, and I have to talk about it because it's so weird, and I need to make my family proud. (laughs) She cares. My family does not listen. I think Kira and Chris listen, but Mm -hmm. other than that, the rest of my family do not. No. No, my dad stopped listening when my mom was like, she called me a drug addict on her Oh, God. What was that on, like, uh, episode two, episode yeah, one? it really wasn't as bad as she made it out to be, and my sister had to explain to my dad, but my dad was like, I don't matter. I'm not listening to it. And Kira was like, that's okay, Dad. I don't think she really expected you to listen to it. Well, I'd like to give a shout-out to my Aunt Kate, because she listens to it. She thinks it's hilarious. Hi, Aunt Kate. She listens to all of them. Thank you so much for being a big fan. Like, she even texted me and was like, I think it's hilarious. Like, Is she in Ohio? No, she's here. Ohio. I know. There's, like, somebody out there is just blowing through it. Have, did you see the stats for it? I'm like, oh, my no, God. I don't get there. the same thing that you get. Like, I don't get to see, like, the cities and all that. I mean, you can if you go on to, like, our app and everything. But, um, so, there's, like, something. I don't know who it is. But I said, I, we see you, Ohio, because who the heck is that out there? But, um, in the last seven days, we've had, like, a million listens by somebody out in Columbus, Ohio. Or right near Columbus, Ohio. I'm not sure. And then Elkton comes in right behind that. So then we're back to here. But then in terms of countries, right now, it's United States, of course, coming in number one. And the Russian Federation is coming at number two. What? I didn't even know there was such a thing as a Russian Federation, but there is. And then Belgium is back. So I was like, wow, this is, like, really cool. Yeah, in terms of that. So we can add Russian on there. So, but in the last seven days, in total, 
It's United States, the Russian Federation, Belgium, Kuwait, and the Philippines. Oh. Um, those are our top countries. Kuwait and and Russia? I mean, uh-huh. they might think we're spies. <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, this is so cool. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I've been, like, looking at that, and I just thought, I don't know who you are out there listening, but thank you so much, um, whoever you are out is there in Columbus, Carey? Ohio. Oh, I hope it's Drew Carey. Ohio! Drew Carey's from Ohio. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so I want to make my family proud. So there's this thing that I found, and I want to talk about it. Okay. And it's from the insidehook.com, and it's called Baldo. I am so excited about this. <laughs> it's... I wish you would have had it last week to go with the, the Dutch cartoon with the 72,000 I know. Oh, God. Well, he, he may need this. Right. To keep it, it together. Well, his I don't think is it is so long, too. he can use this instead, I think. You know, because what woman's going to want to date him? I mean, let's be honest. I don't know. But I hope at the end of this article it has tips on where to buy it. Go. It's, <laughs> I almost, this is hard for me to even read. It's called Meet Baldo. The device that turns your testicles into a second penis. Ladies, it has happened. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, and at first I was like, what fresh hell is this? And a girl that I know in real life posted into a group that I'm in. And it's like specifically for dumb shit that's on the internet. So, of course, I'm all over it, right? And every once in a while, it's like you get this winner, like this damn thing right here. Now, let me explain to you if I can. It looks like a bullet. It looks like the bullets on Super Mario Brothers. It does. It looks like a Super Mario bullet. On, yeah, exactly. It looks like that. The big black but, ones. But the middle sort of cut out on either side, yes. right? So I'm assuming you put one testicle in. Uh-huh. And then you put the other testicle in, and they sort of flay to both sides. And the bullet stays in the middle, is what I'm assuming. But then you've got these, like... You got these two little rubber bands, and I'm assuming the rubber bands go in the testicle or around the testicle yes. after you have it through. No, I don't think the concoction because they don't, <laughs> the concoction. The no testicles, the testicles are in one big sack. So I figured one that goes on one, one, one goes onto the testicle, like you pull your sack through the ring, mm-hmm. and then you put this bullet thing on, and that ring acts like a washer, and then the bolt part like you stick your thing and then you use the other one to clasp go into the ring and then it's like a bolt and washer like a i don't know situation i don't know but I it's mean, a very I'm weird going thing to, when this is all done and i have free time today i'm gonna google the tutorial there's got to be a tutorial well it says ever wish you could penetrate a partner with your balls <laughs> it's called ball sex and the baldo has you covered oh my god yes and it's by bobby box is the person who writes about it on the insidehook.com. Just oh, so you know. Oh, my God. As cis men. What's cis again? Is that normal hetero people? Or what yeah, is, I is that what that is? Okay. I don't know. Why can't we just say hetero now? I don't know. I don't fucking know. All right. Our penises and what we want to do with those penises can occupy much of our thoughts. So it was only a matter of time before someone figured out a way to have two of them by turning our testicles into a second makeshift cock. The idea came to Jerry Davies, CEO of Nadgers, Inc., as he and his partner bass in a post-coital cuddle, she started pulling my balls down. What? Why would she pull your balls down? She started pulling my balls down, and as she did, my cock started getting hard again, he tells Inside Hook. Wow, this guy sounds like a great CEO. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, he sounds like somebody who would, like, slap your ass and call you, like, some other name that is not your name. Anyway, 
So from there, I started experimenting with ball weights, cock rings, et cetera. And it dawned on me that there was enough slack at the top of my balls that I might be able to turn, somehow make a second penis out of them. An engineer by profession, Davies like curiosity lead the way and three years and over 100 prototypes later, created what he considers a gateway product. <laughs> a gateway. Like a gateway drug. A gateway product. But why? Why do you need two penises? I guess it just... Double penetration is one of the things in here, apparently. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like... Right? I, that looks bulky. It looks bulky. Like, I don't want something that big around what it looks like in my tuchus. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> my tuchus. I mean, nobody's going to get hot when you call it my tuchus, by the way. All right, so to a... <laughs> He said later created what considers a gateway product to a new style of penetrative sex, which he's coined ball sex. This inaugural device is the aptly named Baldo, and Davies insists it's your surest way to experience what he calls a ballgasm. What the fuck is a ballgasm, you ask? Initially, Davies and his partner figured the Baldo would be a solution for couples wanting to continue having sex after the penis owner had climaxed. At the time, they did not know that it would also trigger its own brand of orgasm. Huh. According to Davies, the Baldo combines three sensations that trigger a so-called ballgasm. The jury's still out on whether that's actually a thing. But the device stimulates the nerve endings in the scrotal skin, especially when inside an orifice where things are all warm, wet, and cozy. Blend that with a foreign testicular thrusting sensation and your penis being up for grabs, literally, while all the action is taking place and boom, you've got yourself a knee-buckling ballgasm. Okay, so basically what they're saying is you're doing the do. Uh. Uh, uh. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, so he pulls out, mm -hmm. but she's still like, what the fuck? So he shoves Baldo in there mm -hmm. and continues to do yes. his thing while she is like playing with his real dick, getting it hard again. So it's like, he's like an intermission guy. <laughs> Baldo's the, intermitter, the intermission guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you think about it, like this sounds scuzzy and it's like, uh, he's not exactly saying it. He's being very bold about it and just getting it out and blunt so he's not making it like you know family friendly to discuss baldo but how can you i mean how can you really discuss this in a family friendly way i don't know but i was thinking that like just thinking for men who have ed right that's probably amazing for i was thinking about that i was like oh my gosh what about these guys that have ed i'm like i guess that'd be you know something i guess and i think they actually mentioned that lower down Anyway, it says, while the, while the device may seem a little outside the box, testicular stimulation most certainly is not. A survey from sex toy manufacturer Mystery Vibe found that half of men incorporate testicle stimulation while masturbating, and nearly 90% say they enjoy when a partner plays with their balls. It makes sense since the skin alone hosts thousands of nerve yep. endings. You gotta play with the balls when you're sucking the cock. Oh, it's, it's in the rule book. It's in the rule book? Okay. Says, curious what a ballgasm feels like? It's this really heavy, deep orgasm that takes a long time to crescendo, Davies explains. It's almost like you're trying to figure out where the hell the sensation is coming from. It still results in an ejaculation from the penis, but unlike sex with the penis, I think there's a much stronger psychological stimulation. Says, the baldo can be used... Sorry, I'm getting text messages from my loan officer. I can finally close on my loan tomorrow. Uh, the baldo can be used vaginally, anally, or for double penetration. It's really nice to wear out, or to wear out. What? Like outside of your bedroom? It's really nice to wear, oh, it's really nice to wear while out and about, or even in the office, Davies adds. Ew. No. Ew, see, no. he's a gross. Don't do that. He's a Don't gross do that. Person. He's gross. Says, we also think it would be great for those who lack confidence, either as an ED sufferer or for guys who are smaller than average. 
Speaking to this last point, Davy shares that he once suffered from ED after having acute prostatitis. Being unable to have sex was a massive blow to his ego, so his partner pushed him to Ufaldo, which was still in the prototype phase, while he healed. He said, my cock got the hardest it had been in recovery because I was still thrusting and getting stimulated by the baldo. I don't know why, perhaps it felt left out. Huh. It says, now you may be thinking that your testes are too sensitive to be used with such force and reckless abandon, and that's valid. After all, tugging on your scrotum is a popular tactic to delay orgasm if you're not ready to climax. But Davies insists the baldo resolves the sensitivity issue by holding and cupping the testes in such a way that they feel protected and not ticklish. It says the balls are managed in a shape that keeps them in the optimal position for positive stimulation and protection. Huh. Yeah, it's it's kind of it says and the best you, thing to where do. Where do you get baldo? Um, it doesn't actually say. Well, what the fuck? Now it I'm doesn't even to, say where you can get it. Now I'm gonna have to search the interwebs. If you buy through the links in this article, it doesn't actually give you, like, a link to where you can get it from. Mm. It's absolutely ridiculous, though, don't you think? It is. It is. But interesting. I mean, it is. It is really interesting, but they don't tell you where you can get them. So I guess you'll have to, like, look it up. But I'll I was look it like, up, oh, my God. And then I'm going to buy one, and mm. I'll let you people know how it is. You're really going to buy it? You think, you think Paco's going to go for no, that? No, Paco's not. He is absolutely not, not He's going to be like, No. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. No, 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 no. All right. So, um, I hope I made you, I hope I made you proud, Amy. <laughs> so I have these, this, uh, it's not really a story. There is a community center in Indian Hills, Colorado, and they have this sign. And this guy that makes these signs, he changes them every week, apparently is like a fucking comedian, but he likes puns. Okay. So, I saved the post that I'm going to read off some of the puns. Okay. It says, have you, have you noticed that the, and IRS, spells theirs, which means that it, theirs, T-H-E-I-R-S, their money. Um, Do they? Yeah, if the IRS, if you put them together, it says, it spells theirs. Oh, oh my God, the IRS, oh my God. Yep. It does. My friend was explaining electricity, and I was like, what? W-A-T-T. Oh, Lord. <laughs> someone threw a jar of mayo. Uh, uh, someone threw a jar of mayo at me. I was like, what the hell, man? Oh, Lord. Hellman? Haha. A few puns make me numb. N-U-M-B. But math puns make me number. <laughs> you should oh. see her face. She's like, he. Math puns make me number, but. Number and numbers. I know. I see what you're doing there. I see what you did there. My friend David. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> my friend David had had his ID stolen. Now he's just deaf. Oh my god! I wanted to be a monk, but I never got the chance. <gasps> chance, C H A N T S. <laughs> oh lord! A perfectionist walks into a bar. Apparently, it wasn't set high enough. Why can't you trust the atom? Because they make up everything. Oh my god. I was kidnapped by... I was kidnapped by mimes. They did unspeakable things to me. (laughs) If any of you know how to fix broken hinges, my door is always open. There you go. Because it's hinges. Yeah. Uh Man injured in a bizarre peekaboo accident. He's in the ICU. Peekaboo, I see you. Oh, jeez. Where did the Terminator find...
fine toilet paper. Mm. And I'll be in the back. Oh, oh God. Rocky, me. ready for this one? Rocky Mountain Oysters, the original sack lunch. <laughs> I remember when I first found out what they were. It was a guy that I was dating before. And he told me what they were. His old family's from, like, West Virginia. And he was like, yeah, have you ever heard Rocky Mountain clams, right? Is that oysters. Like oysters. And I was like, no, I don't even like oysters. And he was like, well, they're not really oysters. I'm like, well, what are they? And he was like, mm. And he tells me what they are. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're testicles, uh, by the way, people. I was like, that's so disgusting. New CBD-infused toilet paper. Now everybody can calm their asses down. <laughs> I need some of that. Due to the quarantine, I'll only be doing inside jokes. And the last oh, one. Oh, if your guy doesn't appreciate fresh fruit puns, then let that mango. Mango. <laughs> oh my god. I thought they were hysterical. Like maybe it's just me, but I fucking bagged up reading all these. I was like, these are great. <laughs> <laughs> but I love a fucking pun, so there's that. I know, so there's that. Oh my gosh. I love a pun. Alright, let's see. What do I have now? Okay. Oh, here's one. So, all of a sudden, with all the talk now we have around with, like, the whole election and everything and, you know, who's coming in, who's coming out, mm-hmm. and each side's calling the other one evil. Right. Well, somebody thought it would be a good idea to put together a list on 15 times satanic, satanic worshipers were the good guys. Oh, nice. I'm interested in this. And it's kind of an interesting thing, believe it or not. I mean, because it's no, it's, I, I see I'm Christian, but I'm like such a loose Christian. I get it. You know what I mean? But that's where I believe. I'm right? sorry if that just thudded in you people's ears. But Danielle, I put my phone down on the tub of fluff and nutter. <laughs> that's in That's in Danielle's <laughs> office. <laughs> Look, you know, fluff and nutter with graham crackers is very good. I eat fluff and nutter a lot with peanut butter on toast. Yes. Yeah, so if you just like take a graham cracker though Paco and you refuses. dip it in fluff and nutter, it's really good. Paco refuses. He's like, that is white people shit. And I'm Aww. like, it's delicious and you're a hater. <laughs> and you're missing out. You're going to go to your grave without fluff and nutter. But back to Satanism. I'm ready. <laughs> so it's from ruinmyweek.com. And all it says is by Dan. I don't know who else. It doesn't have anything else. It's It's just our Dan. I miss our Dan. And can I just say, this guy sounds like a total super liberal person, too, by the way. Like, when you read his stuff, like, you just tell he's got this inflection. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, so it, it says Satanism gets a bad rap. I think it's because of their association with Satan. You think? Maybe. I mean, hello. I mean, anyway. I mean, I think it's because of their association with Satan. Well, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, they worship Satan, apparently. Anyway, for those who don't know, God created angels before he created humans. They, much like us, stirred up a lot of stuff. One of the angels, Lucifer, went into business for himself rather than keep his unpaid internship with God, the Father. One thing led to another, and after a lengthy uh, negative campaign about how bad hell is compared to God's heaven business, Satan was overseeing the damn for all eternity. I think I got most of that right. Now, there are a million different ways to worship God. You can pray before bed. You can go eat the body of his son, Jesus Christ. You can even be blessed by donating to a guy on TV who preaches stuff about the Bible. Who is closer to doing the devil's work than the satanic temple is. (laughs) 
So the satanic, satanic temple fights for causes like protecting reproductive rights and ending corporal punishment in schools. They are, in fact, the good guys. I agree. We'll see. I think it's really funny. Like, their literature is hilarious. I just want you to know. It's, it's super fucking great. When I get to it, I'll tell you why. It's super fun. Anyway, they helped to the Save Our Shores program and keep beaches clean and protect marine life. There's a, that's a public service, and they deserve to be recognized. Satanists adopt highways. If you don't like clean beaches, perhaps you like clean highways. Yes, the Satanic Temple keeps the roads clean in the name of the devil. All we have, <laughs> all we have is now. Better that you don't run over cans in the road and die young. Now, so this is so funny. All right. The Satanic Temple helps new moms with the supplies they need to raise happy and healthy babies. So their artwork is like a little goat with like the devil ears or uh-huh. the devil horns. Right. And it says diapers for the little devils. Aww. It's hilarious. Isn't it That's cute? Just like a little, it's like a little goat sleeping. It's like a little satanic goat sleeping with a diaper on. These people seem like they're great at parties. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, that's really cute. So I said, I always assume that Satanism it revolved around the old Aleister Crowley motto, do what thought wilt. That is the whole of the law. But apparently that's some weird cult stuff. The Satanic Temple doesn't believe in chaos magic. It believes in rationalism over hocus pocus. Tenet number five of being a Satanist, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. It's kind of neat. kind of like it. They should run for office. They have. <laughs> and then this one's kind of neat. <laughs> they help less privileged people look professional and get jobs. So they organized a fundraiser and their artwork was Lord of the Ties. Shut up. Yes, the Satanic Temple of Arizona presents Lord of the Ties. And they did like a thing where they could donate business attire. I'm yeah. sorry, but they're giving <clears throat> Satan a good name. I thought it's it's hilarious to me. I mean, I think this is awesome. Like what they're doing, right. they're like, on things. It's they, very interesting and very cool. I mean, not that I say it's okay to worship the devil. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't believe okay. in God, so I'm. I don't really believe in the devil either. But this. This is right this up is Jamie's really, I, I do really like, enjoy this. And then, <laughs> but it gets better. So it says, the number five, the Satanic Temple thinks products for women should be free. And so their new artwork is Menstruation with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> join here, the, here. Join the Satanic Temple of West Florida and collecting new boxes of tampons, sanitary pads, and menstrual products for those in need. But I just thought it was great. It's just so funny. Menstruation with Satan. And it's like... <laughs> It's like a Satan sort of doll, like, oh my God. Goat head again. But it's got ovaries for the ears. That is hysterical. Or, or not ovaries, but like fallopian tubes with like, it's just so funny. So anyway, so they did that. And then Australian Satanists are out there encouraging people to donate blood. So they have, and they said it's just a little prick. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Satanists in Austin, Texas help victims of a domestic abuse. It says, we don't need to name any names, but some churches are responsible for the abuse itself. Isn't that interesting? The world is upside down. So I guess what they did was they got, um, they had people, um, like they, well, they have like a, what are those things called? The big oil type looking things. Drums? Yeah, it's like a drum. See this black one thing? It's like, Uh and they paint it black and it says, um, stop abuse for everyone. And basically it's like a drop off site and these drums. And uh, what they were asking for was just all kinds of different things that anybody, any woman would need if they're on the run. And what they do is they were putting them in like these little, um, like backpacks and suitcases, like small suitcases that anybody can run with. I don't go to church, 
Mm-hmm. You know me, I don't. But I'm thinking, <clears throat> if I had to join a church, this one's looking like something that's right up Jamie's alley. Like, just the charity work alone would make me want to join that church. Well, this one's kind of neat. I'm going to skip over some of the other ones for time. Um, but, I mean, if you ever want to look at it, it's actually pretty interesting. And uh, I'm kind of down with, like, some of the stuff that they are offering. But this one says they teach kids about rationalism and free after-school programs. And it's called After School Satan. After School Satan. And it's like a little, it's like a little, uh, what do you call it? Like a little pencil with, like, you know, the same thing on there. And then, um, and then it has, uh, they help women understand what their rights are, like for reproductive rights. So you can go in there and you can kind of learn what your state statutes are. They need to be a branch of the government. Like, I feel like that's where they should be because they're like everything that I stand for. Well, the one thing I really do appreciate, even though I believe what I believe, I do feel like church and state should be separate. I don't feel like you should be able to say, well, because God says so, you can't do so. I don't believe in that at all. I don't think it's right for me to, you know, push my beliefs on everybody else. I just think it's wrong. Um, but this is one thing that I really liked about them. They troll other religions that preach Christian supremacy in a country with separation of church and state. And so I guess what happened was they passed legislation in Arkansas, right, that says that you're allowed to talk about this stuff in school, right, so that children are, are allowed to know what Christianity is. Right. So they lobby to say, well, then they should know what Satanism is. Well, then, like, right. the schools were like, oh, shit, well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to get involved in that at all. <clears throat> but they were saying, well, here's our, our stuff. We want them to see how we feel about things, and here's our literature, and the schools were like, oh, shit, shit, shit. No, we got to, like, you know, just make that go away. So what they did was they said they weren't going to do it to anybody. But then they found out that they were distributing Gideon's Bibles in the Delta County Public Schools in Colorado. Right. So the Satanic Temple. So they ended up finding out they were doing it in other, in other states. So what they did was they fought in court to get permitted to distribute their activity books. So, like, and they had to say, well, you know what, they're right. Like, you can't say Christianity's okay and then not Satanism's okay. Right. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it'd be really, it would be odd for me because I just don't think I've given it, like, a whole lot of thought. I can understand what their point is. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, it's a weird thing for me. But I think what they have done in terms of this stuff is really amazing and good on them. And apparently they have their own movie, too. Oh. Called Healthy. I'm going to have to watch that. And it was delightful, according to USA Today, and provocative and hilarious, according to IndieWire. And something... Is it a movie or a documentary? It says they even have a movie now all about the good they've done in the world, and it's called Hail Satan, the official trailer. Hail Satan was a question mark. And it says something and illuminating the New York Times. Like, it actually got really, really good reviews. Oh, I'll have to check it out and see if I can find it. Yeah. So do we want to do a World News Daily Report? We haven't done one in a while. Oh my God, is it that time already? Time flies when you're laughing and talking about Satan. All right. So we have... Oh, we have time. It's only 15. Okay. Right. So I have man with sexual fetish about nasal swabs banned from COVID-19 testing center (laughs) after 192 negative tests. Ew. Oh, my God. What the shit? All right. I guess we're going with that one because that one really elicited a reaction out of me. Worldnewsdailyreport.com. Where the facts don't matter. A South Carolina court issued an unusually restrictive injunction this morning, revoking a Greenville resident's right to be tested for corona for the COVID-19 virus after he got tested 192 times, <laughs> only for his own sexual pleasure. Oh my Who God. comes up with these? 
Well, I don't, well, New Sailor Report, I don't know who you have writing for you, but they're fucking geniuses. I know. We're in the shed. According to the 47 individuals and organizations re- registered as plaintiffs in the case, 58-year-old Humphrey Reynolds has been using COVID testing clinics as a state-funded sexual service as state-funded sexual service clinics, getting mm. tested up to three times a day for sexual pleasure. Mr. Reynolds oh is God. a self-declared nasophile. What? Na- oh, a naso- nasophile. Okay, got a na- it. A nasophile. Okay. That produces a blog about nasal sexual fetishes, on which several posts cover the pleasure of deep COVID nose swabs. Oh, oh, deep COVID. It sounds like a really bad porn. <laughs> Helen Fitzgerald. Helen Fitzgerald, a nurse who tested him twice in December and was among the plaintiffs, said he was relieved by the court's decision. Oh. As soon as I inserted that cotton swab in his nose, he started moaning loudly and ejaculated, leaving leaving a wet spot on his jeans. And then he came back five hours later, and it was the same thing. Another plaintiff who tested Mr. Reynolds early in January, Dr. Brian Smith, described their encounter as the most disturbing of his career. It took the nurses. <laughs> I took the nurses' place as I thought I was. I thought having it done by an older man might ruin his fetish. I was rough and rude to him, but he told me that he would ask for me next time he came back. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back two hours later. Mr. Reynolds had claimed that forbidding him from being tested could threaten his health and security, but his argument was dismissed by the court. Today's injunction will forbid Mr. Reynolds from approaching within 100 feet of any of the state's COVID testing clinics for the next 24 months or face imprisonment. He announced that his intention to appeal the decision, saying the judgment was a violent, a violent of basic human rights. I think that was supposed to say violation. Yeah. But it says violent. A violent of basic human rights, but refuses to further comment and deny demands for an interview. I mean, what is he supposed to do if he gets really sick? I guess he's just shut a look. I don't know. The next one is man on crystal, crystal meth kills 12 neighbors thinking they're zombies. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. Oh, Lord. Man on crystal meth kills 12 neighbors thinking they're zombies. <laughs> what? Drive in. I don't see anything. Do we want to read that one? Mm. No, we no. don't want to talk about that one at all. Actually, one little thing before we... Well, I guess I have two little things. I guess I can do two little things. You can do two little things. I don't want to go into it completely, but I def- I want to say it just to mark to mark it. But um, according to a lot of outlets right now, Dustin Diamond, um, Screech, let's yeah, see about the bell, has so stage cancer. They don't actually tell you what cancer it is, and I'm not really even necessarily that we need to know what kind it is. I, but it's they don't, none it's of the sad. articles tell you what, what kind it is. Yeah, so apparently, I mean, you know, Saved by the Bell sort of reprised everything, but they didn't put it on regular TV. It's all it's on, on their streaming. Yeah, it's on their streaming. But which if you is have weird. Comcast, you get you get Peacock for free. You do? Yeah. I don't have Comcast. I have Verizon. Oh. So, well, that kind of sucks, huh? Yeah. But um, I wanted to make sure that I noted that because I'm like, that's sad. Like either way, it was like, I mean, it's like part of like my whole. Uh, he's like a, my whole adolescence was saved by the bell. You know what I mean? Yep. So we're hoping that he gets well soon. We hope that we they can, you know, fight this thing for you. And, you know, we're thinking about you. So I wanted to make sure I put that out there. And then I have this other thing. And <laughs> all right. So we know that health insurance in this country is fucking ridiculous. It is. That it, they it charge is. you like $25 yes. for like a single like Tylenol or something. So there was this thing on Reddit and somebody posted it. 
And apparently this person got a bill for their surgery and it was like, and they asked for an itemized bill. Oh. And then they started asking them for things that they paid for. Oh, like the scalpel. That's what this is. Yes, I read that. I thought that was fantastic. So I wanted to talk about that real quick and I figured it's just kind of, it's not that long. So we'll do that real quick. And it, according, so this is what it was. It says, look, my friend's grandpa is a semi-Karen, but in the best way possible. He got an $80,000 surgery bill, completely forgiven because he asked for an itemized bill and kept calling daily about them, like $200 for a scalpel. And he was like, so where's my scalpel? I want my $200 scalpel. Basically, they got so annoyed by his constant calls, asking about his bill and his scalpels, et cetera, that they literally just zeroed out his bill so he'd leave them alone. Health, U.S. healthcare is bullshit. It is. It is. Like, Kathy said today, she was like, I need to re-up my health insurance. She was like, I don't even want health insurance. She was like, she has $600 a month she pays for herself. Mine is 550 Yeah, but your kids are and, on yours. No, just me and Jonathan. Just you and Jonathan? Yeah. Christopher's got his own insurance now. Yeah, it's five fifty a month. Yeah. She pays 600 just for herself. I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, healthcare is... It's fucking stupid. It's a fucking racket is what it is. Well, somebody replied to this and I'll just make, because this is the funny, this is funny as shit because I'm like, I should find, I should do that next time. So this one says, my aunt-in-law does this. She asked for an itemized bill once and saw that they charged her $25 for a single band-aid for her son's three stitches. So she marched over to Rite Aid, bought a box of band-aids, marched into the billing office, slapped one band-aid on their desk and demanded they take the $25 off her bills and she reimbursed them one band-aid. <laughs> Needless to say, that's the rest of the ridiculous charges. That's how the rest of the ridiculous charges were dealt with in a similar where in a similar manner. And she is scary. And they said, "Don't be afraid to be a Karen about your health care." And they said, "Hail Karen." You know what? That's what's going to take. It's going to take a million people doing this, like mm-hmm. like going, "Okay, well, I want an item spiel," and they're just going up and being like, "Look, you know, here is twenty five dollars. Here's this band aid back, or here's this aspirin back, or you know, all these things." And that's what's going to get them to realize that healthcare is taking advantage of the American people. Well, I mean, I think it definitely does need to be that way. It needs, it's people being held accountable I for mean, the nonsense. I mean, I need an MRI for my shoulder, and it take, it's been taking forever for me to get it. Mm-hmm. I had to go through all these, you know, physical therapies and shit like that just to see what's wrong with my shoulder. Yeah. Which is crazy because at the end of the day, all your physical therapy added up costs more than MRI. Right. And it probably fucked up my shoulder even worse. And worse. Yeah, I know. Uh, But on that note, we are going to take it home, Jamie. If you feel like the American health insurance is a racket or if you want to try Baldo in your (laughs) (laughs) Cecily bottom trinket... Write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net and we're on a million different platforms except for Parlor. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not on Parlor anymore. Parlor's we're not on gone. there anymore. Parlor's gone. That no longer exists. It wasn't our fault. We didn't get banned. Everybody else did. <laughs> not that I even did anything on that thing at all. I liked it at one time to just see what all the hoopla was about and totally forgot about it. So anyway, anyway. um... All these platforms that I was going to tell you about. So, first of all, we are on New York Daytime Radio. They let us on the radio. I don't know how, but they did. So, shh, don't tell them it. Right. But so, you can find us every Wednesday on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you're out of area, that's okay. Go ahead and get that on all the major app stores and download it. And you'll never miss our episodes ever. But if you do, that's okay. Because they replay us again on Saturdays at 7. And no fail. They're also, we're also on SoundCloud on Sundays, which is like all our other yes. platforms. So we'll upload it then to do SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, 
iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, and we're still working on the whole iHeartRadio. That's, uh, that's, we're waiting on Louie. Yeah. <laughs> iHeartRadio apparently is really, really difficult, so we're trying to make it happen it really for you people. really is. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs>